to Crestwood, Frontenac to Ferguson, Lee me to Ladue, town and country and more. Warsome Woods to Winsville, the one you know. Frederick Roofing, wherever you go. St. Louis, Missouri, 314-645-2000. Welcome back to the BuzzPod. I'm your host, Nico Blatchman, alongside Timmy Kent and Zach Solo. This is episode 83. We got a great guest for you guys, as always. But before we get to him, we're going to catch up with the boys. We'll start with Z here right next to me. How are we doing? Doing good, Blatch, TK. Nice to see you, brother. Um, been a great week so far training. We're shooting this on a, on a Wednesday. We're three days into the week. Four skates in, took Blatch's lunch money today on the ice. So I've been feeling good. What up with you, TK? How you been? Not much, boys. Not much. I had a long day. Uh, skated for the second time since my knee injury. Uh, got out there for about an hour and then had to get off. But uh, was happy. Started to make a little bit of progress with that. And uh, still kind of moving into place here. Getting set up. Uh, really excited for this pod and this guest. Uh, you know, it's going to be a good one. How's it been at Curry? I mean, have you got the card games going with the football players yet? or I actually or got invited uh, two nights ago to go to a cash game with the football guys, but um, I didn't take them up on it because there was some hockey stuff going on like uh, at one of the hockey houses, and I wanted to get to know the freshmen a little bit. So I you know, decided to do that, but not going to lie, I'm taking a lot of money off those guys, so I probably weren't too bummed out that I didn't <laughs> take them up on it. But it's always a good time. Bring some vodka over, you know. They, they appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it. That's a good leader right there, going over, getting with the freshmen, making them feel welcome, and then taking their money just to put them in their place early. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, TK, yeah. Um, are you skating with the team already, or is everyone up there? Yeah, everyone's up here. I'm skating with the team. I'm staying out of the scrimmages uh, right now for the most part. I dabbled a little bit today, but, uh, like, I can't do contact. Kind of just started jumping again yesterday, like, very small jumps. So, I think I got about another month here before I can, like, really go. I'm starting PT next week on Thursday. Couldn't get in any sooner. So, uh, yeah, it's a slow process. Not really what I hoped for, but I couldn't miss that playoff game against you. It was kind of in rough shape going into it but you know it is what it is tk man i gotta i gotta put you on the spot what's the diet been like with the knee injury here you you crushing salad or what dude i'm not gonna lie z it's been better than it's been uh for me in a long time just because i can't do a lot i've been really honing in i've been having one salad a day trying to do like chicken and rice steak and rice uh you know chipotle like every other day um but yeah, it's been better than it's like ever been. And I'm kind of sticking around like 177 right now. Like to get down to like 172 come season time. But once I start skating every day, you know what I mean, baby? I'm short stocky guy. Shouldn't be a problem. A little fire hydrant, man. I, I can tell you're eating right because the sleep monster got you. And I can see your arms. I can see the definition in your arms looking. Yeah, baby. Like, like doing curls with the football. Yeah, players. I've seen him wear that shirt before. It looks like it's fitting a little tighter. I don't know if it's a dryer or if he's working. <laughs> But uh, TK, I see you got a fresh shave, fresh haircut. I mean, ha, how's campus treating you? Oh, baby, I shouldn't even talk about it just in case some people are tuning in. But, uh, dude, before I left, uh, the haircut person, I closed my eyes. I told him what I wanted. I want to keep the flow, just trim it up. Before I knew it, the sides of my head were shaved to like a one and a half. So I kind of, <laughs> you know, like I got no flow anymore. I just got some hair on the top, but I can't say that it's keeping people away. 
clean, <laughs> clean shave, fresh hey, haircut. Oh my goodness, must be welcome week. You told her what you wanted and closed your eyes, and then she closed her eyes and did whatever she wanted. <laughs> <laughs> welcome week. Yeah, baby. How you guys been up there in Milwaukee, though? Spent a little bit of time together getting back into it? Three days in a row, no clouds in the sky. Oh, man, unbelievable, dude. Can't complain. I mean, we're waking up early every day. We're getting after it. Just, I was telling Z, when you're doing everything right, it's so easy to go to bed at night. I literally lay down and I fall asleep right away as soon as my head hits a pillow. Whereas when you're, when you think there's something else you could have done in the day to get better that you left out, it like kind of doesn't haunt me, but I have to like talk, I have to talk to myself about it before I go to bed. And if there's many things missing that I could have done to get better that I didn't do, then the talk gets longer. So it takes longer to fall asleep. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I it's like so, when you're working, your mind can go to rest. Exactly. Exactly. When you know you're doing all the right things, you can go to bed peacefully. It's it's beautiful. Blatch and I, Blatch and I were talking in the car after skate. Uh, today, we, we had two skates today. And after the afternoon skate, Blatch tells me, he's like, man, like when I did two skates, like earlier this summer, like I'd be dead. I'd be gassed. But I honestly feel amazing right now. And this last skate, the one that we just did, we worked on puck protection. We were battling in the corner a lot, one-on-ones um, in a small area. Just just a man's work down there. It's where you're going to make the money. And uh, he did unbelievable, focused breathing, had good intention. Um, it was uh, – it was a pretty cool sight to see from where he's come from the last, you know, two weeks. Yeah, I actually love to hear that. That's kind of been uh, one of the things I've always noticed about Blatch, though, is like his core competency is kind of like puck protection in the corners, uh, you know, so it doesn't surprise me to hear you say that. But I'm glad he's, uh, he's, he's coming along nicely. No, man, he is. He is. On Monday, on Monday, we, we, we did a challenge. He did 53 out of 100 push-ups and 22 out of 30 pull-ups. This is Monday. On Tuesday, row, eh? pull-ups, pull-ups, 22 out of 30. We were supposed to do 30 pull-ups. He did 22 out of 30. How many you get, Z? 30 out of 30. Okay. The next day, Blatch went 60 pull-ups out of 60 and 200 out of 200 push-ups. The next day, exponential growth right before our eyes. You gotta love that. It's hard in the morning, obviously. You're tired. You take a cold shower, you wake up, but Z's got a crying baby at night in the middle, also. So I'm just, if he's waking up, I should be waking up and being so fired up because I don't have to deal with a sleeping baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. TK, on nights, on nights, my wife works. She's a nurse. I'm responsible for the baby. And she works three nights a week. So there's three nights a week where I'm absolutely in one. Yeah, you're not sleeping, eh? No, I we go to bed, you know, 9.30, um, 10 o'clock. And then she wakes up at 11.30, 1.15, 2.45. At 2.45, I need to give her a bottle because she's hungry. Give her a bottle. 3.30 rolls around. I'm like, all right, I got 30, I got 25 minutes before I got to get up. And then I hear Blatcher's alarm go off. I go, fuck that. You got to imagine Sarah's taking a little bit of load off your guys' hands with the baby, huh? Oh, fuck. Has she been an angel? Oh, she's yeah. been awesome, dude. Angel. Huge help. 
Um, now that we got the two wives here, I mean, they're helping out a ton with meals, uh, groceries, um, obviously the baby. Um, this is why you need, this is why you need a, a, an amazing partner in life to help you, um, you know, do what you need to do to get better every day. And it's hard for them. It's hard for you. But as long as your partner, you know, can understand your mission and has clarity um, of what your mission is and what you want to do. And, you know, you you do what you can to make life easier for them and, you know, they're going to help you. So um, it's super important that you have someone at home that kind of takes care of um, all the gaps that you don't fill. And uh, truly blessed that I have to, right uh, person, yeah. to do that. Fucking right. Fucking right. Speaking of the baby, how's has the baby been doing? Baby's good, man. Collins is six and a half months. She's uh, 16 pounds. Um, currently in her development, she's on her way to crawling. Like she's thinking about it. She gets in the position, but she just can't follow through and like actually like use Put her. one hand in front like, of the other with one leg in front she, of the other. Well, what happens is she reaches and then her arms get tired and then she just falls on her face and then she rolls to her back and then she starts crying. Yeah, like picking like, uh, up. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys got a dog? Man, it's adorable. Now she's like, she thinks like you start to wave at her. She like tries to wave back and not quite understanding the flick of the wrist just she, yet. She doesn't flick the wrist, but she does a couple fingers. Oh, she does the Hollywood wave, eh? Yeah, she does the Hollywood couple fingers to the side. Yeah. Am I doing this right? T Freddy. Hey, what's up? How we doing? Look at this beauty. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? How's it going? I'm Tim. What's up? How you doing? Yeah, so so Freddie, this is the squad now, us three. Uh I don't know if you remember the last pod if you gave it a listen, but we gave it a listen today. It was brutal in terms of you were great. But it was like so tough. The audio, the editing. I put the intro in two times. It was brutal. So um, now I got. Hear, can you hear me good right now? Yeah, we can hear you good. So I put AirPods in. I don't really know. I don't use my computer ever. No, you're good, dude. You're good. You're great. You look great too. Is that like fresh shave? Freddie, you got some color too. You getting the sun recently? Oh, yeah, I just got home. Eight shower. Did you guys do anything? Yeah, I'm living with Zach. I'm living with Zach right now, actually, up your alley in Wisconsin. I actually tried oh. Ian's pizza. I remember last pod you talked about Ian's pizza. You guys are in Madison right now? No, mm -hmm. we're in uh, Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah Ian's pizza is legit, dude. I had. I used to eat that like before like games and like every breakfast. You just use that, but it's, it's really good pizza. You got a bag of chips or something? <laughs> right? You got a bag of chips or something? There's like crackling. Actually. Oh, are you on your phone right now? No, I'm on my uh, I'm on a computer. Oh, okay. I think I I think maybe it'll go away. Maybe try the AirPods. Maybe try the AirPods. See uh see what's uh. I don't know what that is. It sounds like like cringling. It, yeah, sounds, it might be it sounds my, like you got an old computer track. Uh yeah, I, I got it my uh junior year. Of, uh, what was what was your go-to pizza at uh Ian's? 
cheese and macaroni. I did a loaded macaroni. It's good, hey? Oh, it was amazing. So why, why are you guys, why are you there? You left Florida? So I came up here to train with Zach because Zach is dialed. He's hungry. And I'm, I'm hungry. So sorry. I'm hungry. I'm dialed. So I wanted to come up here and train with Zach because in Florida, we got a great group of guys, but most of them are, or a lot of them are college guys. So they leave uh, pretty early. So right now there's, there's a few like NHL guys, but they train at Barwis. I, I was working out in a Are different thing with the, with the college guys. Yeah, I can, we can oh. hear you. Can you hear us? Oh, no. Technical difficulties early. Adversity early. All right. Is that better? Yeah, way better. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually uh, read the intro here soon before uh, we get going into, like, more hockey stuff. Um <laughs> But I just Barwich training. You're up here. Oh, up here? I, I was saying, oh, you were you asked yeah, me why I was up here. So yeah, I, yeah. I came up here because of kind of lack of skates. Our our summer league is over. We won the championship. Yeah. Um so, thank you. Thank you. So Zach's up here. He's got ice time available to him. They got beautiful beaches and great weather here in Milwaukee, and he's got a two-bedroom. So yeah. I came up here. I'm living in his baby's room. So he had to move his baby into his room. And, uh, and we wake up 3.30 a.m. We're, we're, we're hitting a dynamic warm-up at 4.40. We're working out at 5. We're on the ice at 7. We go straight to the shooting room, shoot pucks for an hour. Then we go do a lift. We come home, eat, rest, recover, meditate. And then go do another lift or run. And then that's a wrap for the day. We're eating a lot. We're both trying to gain weight. So we're eating a lot. Weekly massages. So we're just like absolutely dialed. You guys are, you guys are dialed. We're, oh, my God. Yeah. Freddie, we're in the dark right now. I told Black she comes up here. Can't be posted on his social media all the time. Straight business. <laughs> straight business. Dude, you are straight business. So you don't have social media, hey? No, I'm off. Yeah. I'm off it. I, 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 I dumped my social media during COVID because, I, you know, everybody thought the world was ending. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just sitting on Instagram for an hour and a half a day doing nothing. Yeah. So yeah. I just I cut it, and then I just, you know, picked up a book, and I'm like, you know what? It's, like, so much better without social media, so I never re-downloaded it or Z, I don't even miss it. Z's also a girl dad, so he doesn't, he doesn't have to see what the girls are up to these days. True. You know, I'll True. just get depressed, man. <laughs> that's true dude that's smart i think it's a, it's a smart idea it's Keep amazing it. it's amazing for you you're you you have a platform so you need to use it but um if you're i don't know i see a lot of guys now take down their social medias during the season i don't know if you know like taylor lewin the guy that has a podcast a football player yeah uh, he took down the, yeah. the, on the bus on the bus course yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a big yeah. football guy. Uh, he yeah. turned off his social media for the season. I'm going to do that for sure. I think that's uh, so smart because I find after games, you just catch yourself going on social media. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I got rid of Twitter just so you don't look your name up. Freddie. Nothing's actually, good after that. Actually, the, the, the real reason he's deleting his social media is because he heard your chirp on PK Subban about the workout video. And he doesn't want to get chirped for posting workouts. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think we did. We talk about that last time. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. I said, I said, that's, that's all. Big. We got to drop that. 
I said that's an Insta shout. But all right, well, uh, let me get this intro in. Episode 83, last time we did this, it was COVID. Um, Like we said, the audio was brutal. It was tough. You were watching Ted Lasso at the time. You hadn't made it to the card table just yet. And you hadn't posted a pick in a Bruins jersey. So nobody even knew that you were a Boston Bruin. Uh, Joining us today is number 11 of the Boston Bruins, Trent Frederick. Welcome back. And thanks for giving us your time. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you for having me, guys. We're going to – I want Z. So my my biggest criticism of the last pod is that we kind of talk, talked about in the moment. and We didn't get into your career, your youth. And now we got Z as a co-host on the pod who got, the time, got to spend some time with you in St. Louis. So we're going to let him kind of take you back and start at the beginning. Man, Freddie, well, you, you get it going, seven to seventy-seven. Seventy-seven, yeah, man. A lot of PK goals, I heard. Uh, you got a better memory than I do, dude. Uh, I, sounds about right, man. I just remember, um, like every time we would we'd play on a line like consistently the whole year, and then we wouldn't score that much five on five. But whenever we got a, a like a PK, we would always score. Like, I don't know if you remember that because it was – Who was our other wing? Dude, I was <laughs> – I think it was Dunner. I think it was no, Josh. He was the anchor. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, no. But no, dude, I was listening to the I last – I kind of do pod. remember that, yeah. I was just listening to the last pod. I'm like, yo, you guys didn't even talk about the good old days. Um, and uh, I heard the story about when we went to the neighbor's garage, and I just, like, remember picturing you just walking in. You're like, yeah, like we can use it whenever we want. You like walk in, you you palm a basketball right off the top shelf. <laughs> you throw it up. You're like, you like dunk it. You're like, yeah, man, I, I just started doing this a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I'm getting up. <laughs> like, holy smokes. You're like, you want to play one-on-one? Like, Fred, you guy. You have a good memory. Dude, I, I've been sitting here. As soon as he told me you were coming on, I'm like, no way. So I'm like sitting here firing up the memories. I'm like, right foot's down. <laughs> I'm he doesn't like, really have a good memory. He just only has one career tilt. That's all it is. Say <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's such a good memory. That'll help your memory for sure. Only having one career <laughs> tilt. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. before we even keep going, this episode is brought to you by Vodka and Frederick Roofing. I actually just listened to the I just listened to the theme song of Frederick Roofing. I, I absolutely love it so much that I'm gonna bring back the intro songs to the Buzzpod now. And this intro song is going to be the Frederick Roofing theme song. So <laughs> everyone hears it anywhere you are, wherever you live. <laughs> wait, wait. So what is uh, Frederick Roofing? It's, uh, it's my family's uh, company, like a uh, roofing company. Oh, okay. um, so uh, it's got like a, a jingle and people from St. Louis kind of kind of all know it or, or sing to it, especially when I was growing up. Z but, told me he explained uh, it perfectly before he showed it to me. He's like, you know those like car commercials that are local in your area that you always hear that you just automatically know and everybody knows in your yeah. area. It's like that's Frederick Roofing. Yeah, yeah. No, but, I know it's actually like like growing up, like people would always say it to me. And even remember high school hockey, so they would sing it. Uh like oh. or something, they would sing it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. You just tapped into a whole new memory. I forgot. I would go to, to Freddie's high school <laughs> hockey games and I would sit in the student section. And one game, he gave me his Twitter to log in and tweet oh, yeah, live yeah. updates during the game. Yeah, yeah. It was like a huge yeah. game. 
and he's like on the bench, like playing the game, and like he scored, and I just like tweeted like, like my bad, too easy or something, and like everybody <laughs> in the sections like, yo, Freddie just that, tweeted yeah. from the bench. He just tweeted from the bench. Hilarious. Oh man, those games were unreal. Those high school hockey games in St. Louis, they get up for those. Yeah, that, the play wasn't too great, but it, it was fun. Good memories. Before we actually keep talking about the old days, I just want to go jump around. You had a great fight with one of – actually, me and Timmy are both good buddies with him. Zach knows him pretty well, too. Brandon Duhame. How did that come about? And uh, follow-up question after, is there any guy that you can't wait to fight again? <laughs> um, I guess I'll answer the first part. I think he came out to me – he kind of like asked me, seemed like a good guy. Uh, we just played like a back-to-back, or we were playing a back-to-back. I want to say we were on like a road trip or something. And I actually originally was like playing kind of well. I was like, nah, man. And then like we had a TV timeout and I went up to him. I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and I, was kinda just, I just like, I looked at the bench. I was like, we were exhausted. I was exhausted too. So I was just like sitting Trying to get five, some energy you know? going. Yeah, just trying to get something going, and that's kind of just how it happened. That was a great fight. Maybe one of the better fights yeah. from that season. Like, guys were toe-to-toe at one point. Yeah, he caught me off guard, um, to be honest, because I, I haven't really got to see him play a lot and didn't know much about him. So I didn't really, like he, – he got me, actually. I think he got me once or twice pretty good. He's, he's, he's strong, strong as an ox. Yeah, he's strong. That's maybe what caught me off guard is such. How strong was. And I think I know the answer to the second question, honestly, but is there any guy in the league oh, that you can't wait to fight again? I mean, I, I think I would fight that uh, Lemieux probably every game. Oh, that's could. exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean. I love that yeah. clip. You know, that was after – I don't know if that was the second time that you fought him when he was on the Rangers, but that was after you came on the pod, like maybe a week after. And oh, that, really? That video of you after saying, "We're going again." You don't want it. You don't want it. <laughs> That's yeah. incredible. That's incredible. Then, I love it. Yeah, it's kind of like you know you forget that everything's on camera. So. <laughs> no, yeah, but also I wanted to ask because I do this as well. I I find you're an incredible guy off the ice, like extremely nice, genuine, good dude. Do you enjoy? being able to play that alter ego of being a like a kind of a, not a terrible guy but being just a mean guy uh, i mean yeah it's funny i mean like it's guess, funny right i'm not like worried about someone like i don't really know like yeah it's like it's, it's fun i don't i mean it's not like it's fun it's just like how i do it and i'm not like worried like Someone probably thinks I'm a bad guy or something like it's a sport. Like, exactly. That's how I play, I, yeah. That yeah. was my response to Z was it's funny. Like you have like 60 minutes. Like it's not like usually the guys who are like that are usually what I've came to know are usually like nice, nicer guys on the team that uh, I guess. It's like, uh, do, it's like a, it's like a blue, I guess like fighting would be like a blue collar kind of thing. If that makes sense. And usually. Yeah. For sure. Are pretty nice people. For sure. I feel like it's 60 minutes where you're allowed to be ruthless and it's also encouraged out of you, especially because of your role. So it's almost like I used to say it's funny because you get to see people, people's mental 
battles in their head. You can see how some guys are weak where you'll chirp them something ruthless and they'll snap. Yeah. Where some guys, you chirp them something ruthless and, you know, they'll say something like, oh, I don't care. And then you'll go ruthless again and they'll brush it off. And it's yeah. funny when guys react to see different reactions. It's funny because you're like, wow, I'm getting in his head, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, I'm not like a great, uh, I don't know, chirper. Like, I, I remember one time in the uh, when I was in the AHL, someone was, was chirping. I forgot what it was about. But I remember he was, like, yelling something at a guy on our team. And a lot of times you have to be careful because if you're chirping another guy on the team, like, you might be chirping someone that's in the same role on your team. So there's always, like, that. I've always found, like, you have to be careful what you – Oh, obviously not. Nowadays, you have to be careful what you say, but you don't want to say something like – I, I can't really come up with something, but it, there could be a guy sitting next to you that's just like, dude, what the heck? <laughs> no, Freddie, Freddie, this yeah, year yeah. I'm, in the, I'm in the coast. I say to a guy, you're 33 years old, still in the coast. I look over, the guy right next yeah. to me is 34, still in the coast. I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exactly. So you have to be careful of that stuff too. And, and just in, in general, like you probably, you could be on that guy's team next year. But yeah, I mean, but also you always respect it. I mean, I find if if I played against you and you chirped me ruthless things, you got me off my game. At yeah. the end of the day, we know that we lost that battle, that you did your job better than me. So it's yeah, yeah, exactly. when I go to play you, I know you were just doing your job. I actually find when you, whether you chirp ruthlessly or not, when you fight a guy and you go to a team where you don't know anyone, you two automatically have more of a connection than everyone else. Yeah, yeah. I've actually had that happen. Um, I guess before, and I've only been on one team, so it's kind of it's kind of uh, funny how that I can kind of relate to that. Yeah, for sure, Timmy. You got anything? So TK is a guy out of the dark, doesn't even know you. You got any <laughs> questions that uh, that me and Z wouldn't have? Are you in, Are you in Florida right now, Timmy? No, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm actually up in Mass right now. Oh, are you? Park, oh, nice. But uh, Timmy plays at Curry College. He's actually the. He's actually Kyle Kent's brother, so he's a vodka. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah I know if you – so you're back up at school. Yeah, I actually just got up here a few days ago, just kind of getting the place settled, put an AC unit in the room. So right, you know, right. in here when we're going to work. But, uh, yeah, right. I mean, I got some stuff, Blatch, but I don't want to, like, rush forward, uh, you know, like too far ahead past where you're going. Okay, uh, so let's uh, let's talk a bit about NTDP then. That's where you went after uh, St. Louis. We didn't get into that. How was your time at NTDP? That those were the best players in the world. Uh, I don't know what were your expectations going in, and and how did it play out for you? Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think my expectations going in. I got kind of lucky because I was playing with Solo. They asked me to play on the team like early in the year, so. Uh, I thought I was probably one of the better players at that time. I didn't really know. Like, I was also playing football at the time. Like, I didn't really, like, I, I just kind of, like, I didn't know what I was going to do in life at that point. I was, I mean, a sophomore in high school. Uh, so I was just, like, kind of just happy to, to do it. I knew of some people that did it. And uh, I kind of honestly went in. I think I was just so young, just pretty open-minded. Uh, the summer before, the summer going into NTDP, I put on, like, 30-something pounds. I think I was, like, uh one what was that like 173 i think ended up being like 203 when i showed up so i like put on like 30 i think it's 30 pounds i mean i ate a ton i did like the carbo load i did all that stuff because my trainer was like you got to be 
like at least 200 pounds to play in the exactly, USHL. Can you get into specifics of what you were eating real quick before you continue? Just because me and uh, trying to gain weight right now. I did like this carbo load. Um, and like, I don't know if like that's the proper way to do to do it. But like, it's like a carbo load where you literally just put carbs into like, like I'd put like before I work out, I do like a shake, carbo load. After I work out, I do a shake, carbo load. It's like a, it's basically just drinking carbs. And I work, I mean, I was young at the time and I worked out a lot and I just threw on the weight. Like, I don't know, that was probably in three months, probably if I had to guess. Three and a half wow, months. that's that's unreal. But yeah, and I mean, I haven't put on that much weight since then, but at that first year at NCDP, because I put on all that weight was like pretty hard for me. Like I was doing fine in the games. Like our team wasn't that great in the USHL. And then my U18 year is kind of when I, uh, it became, I think, a lot better. Like, it's actually crazy how, like, the one year you're, like, the worst. Like, I was, like, a minus 20. And then the next year you're, like, I don't know if you – I would be say I was dominating. But, like, I was doing a lot better and, like, doing well in college, in the college games. It's, like, I could barely play in the USHL the year before. So, it's kind of crazy how that year that, – that, that, that year, like – I don't know. We do a lot of training after the season. I think you just – that extra year you get, I think – I started getting used to like the weight I was at probably like it took me a while to get used to that. And I just like, kind of like, I wasn't as crazy as you guys working out at 3am, but I, I had a really good summer of just working out. I think I might've done a little skating coach and stuff like that, but I really just like zoned in on hockey and I, I just kind of had a big summer, I guess, like a big jump. Who did you, uh, who did you play with at NCDP? Sorry for stealing your question. Okay. Um, I just saw it. I played with I was pretty much on the third line like my whole career like if they would call someone up like I was a third line center if they called someone up I was the third line center like it didn't it didn't matter like I I swear I think I was the third line center like maybe the fourth like here and there my first year but I think I was the third line center the whole time I was uh I was at NTDP like I never played power play played penalty kill uh but then I had James Sanchez uh and Will Lockwood and then a little bit, uh, a little bit Graham McPhee, oh, yeah. uh, yeah. bit. but that was, that was mostly it. Uh, but it was, it was fun. I mean, all my buddies, like I'm still close to them. We go on a golf trip every year. Um, so it's, it's, I, I really liked NTDP. Nice. This is completely off topic, but last yeah. time we'll, we'll go back to NTDP and then Wisconsin. But last time we spoke, you mentioned, Tyrone Woodley and I kind of had no idea who he was and then now all this yeah. stuff that went on oh my gosh yeah he got not, yeah he got knocked out uh that was after we that, spoke and you lightly mentioned him like when I asked if you had done any box yeah. when when I was younger I did something with this guy Tyrone Woodley who's kind of getting big in MMA remember that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well he was big in MMA then then he did that uh what was it? who he fought Jake Paul or Logan Paul, Jake Paul yeah. yeah yeah he fought and I don't know if that was a flop or what, but he got knocked out. I don't know either. T. Freddie, how would you do against Jake Paul? How would I do? Yeah. Jeez, I don't know. I think that kid trains pretty hard in boxing, it looks like. But if we I don't really know. Is he is he a big I don't really know. Is he big? Like how tall? I don't know. Is like I think I think he's right about your size or maybe I mean you're taller than him by an inch. I mean I would I would fight him for that money. Oh yeah. Uh, I've said it before. I'd fight. I'd fight him for, like for, behind my back. Knock for, me out, bud. Have fun. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably fight him for like ten grand. 
I'd probably need more. I'd probably need more than that because, like, for the, the training. training. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd go no like training. It. I play in the coast. I'd take five hundred. <laughs> That's a weekly check. No training. Just yeah. give me a week. I actually day. did. I did boxing this summer, and I did. Uh, I did like the uh, body sparring a little bit. How was Dude, that? I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I I'm in good shape, but like not that shape that I could like oh, yeah. last all those rounds. I don't know what type of rounds he does. If he does the legit ones or like how many rounds and how long in the minutes, but I feel like that would be exhausting. Best workout in the world is boxing. We did some sparring yeah. this year, actually with Dewey. He actually hit me with a good kidney shot. I went down, but we do we do body <laughs> sparring too. We do uh, that, yeah. all that stuff yeah. all the time. And last year he hit me with a kidney shot that made me throw up. So. No uh, way. He's got me two years in a row, but uh, I stay in there. I, I always come back for more. So I get your elbow. Yeah, down. yeah. That but, it's that's also different because like, of course, like, this is like like all you like if you just go like this the whole time. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, of course, it's, it's fun. It's completely different. Good, work, good workout. Nice, it's nice to learn. Also, I find even though the fighting's different, just getting comfortable throwing punches. Then when you get yeah. a fight, you're you're more confident that you're that you know what you're right. doing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I told people about. I was like, I don't know if it translates over, but it'll at least give you like confidence to, to do it. And that's what it's all about when you're fighting. And I was exactly, talking to yeah. young kids the other day about fighting guys that are bigger than you. It's in my head, I'm like, this guy's an idiot for going me. He has no idea what he's getting himself. <laughs> into, you know? But but really it's it's usually it's the opposite way around, but you just <laughs> If you get in your head enough, and then you're, you're ready yeah, to go. Yeah, you're fine. Exactly. Yeah, it's the smart way to, to do it. Um, let's uh, let's get into a little bit Wisconsin. When did you commit there? During NTDP or during St. Louis? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. I think right before NTDP, maybe. Yeah. Right before. I, I want to say, yeah. I mean, I wasn't that. I wasn't like that early. Pardon? How was your time there? You were two and done, right? I did two years. Yeah. I like, I loved it. Yeah. I wish, I wish I could have done four, but, um, I did two and I, I mean, I really liked it. I, I still really like it up there and you guys know the weather's great right now. Um, it's getting not a cold cloud in the winter, in the but there's never clouds in the sky, bro. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> it's the weather's great. I mean, it, it beats St. Louis summer, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I really like. Have you seen? Have you been to Madison? You haven't taken them down, hey? Uh, I haven't taken them. Uh, the facilities home. are. Yeah, I mean, the facility. You've been down there. Yeah, the oh, campus yeah. is great. They're the walking. facilities are they're, is, they're unreal. Like in the summer, like uh, especially my freshman year, and I think that's how I had a good years. I'd be bored, and you could have the rink access. Like you had to get in by ten o'clock at night, but you could go plug your phone into like the music and just go shoot and do stuff on the ice like legit besides like when the ice sheet probably for like the men's team and the women's team like they everyone has like their little ice sheet in the summer like an hour hour and a half besides that time you can just go out there usually there's no one out there just plug your phone in and it's kind of awesome if you're you're like into if you really like hockey and i did (laughs) i do so i I did a lot at 10 o'clock at night freddie's shooting pucks everybody else is at the kk yeah no i mean i wouldn't do on the weekend (laughs) Uh, but like during the week, like seriously, I think me and JD, you guys know JD Greenway. Uh, do you know JD Soul? No, but um, you know he played him? in Dubuque the year after me. Uh, we yeah. met once or twice, but I I know of him. 
we one summer we were studying i, I mean this is crazy story because we probably didn't study that much but we, we had to study for something and we would do that at the rink and we would just take breaks and go shoot and uh we got in at 10 so we like would study go shoot study shoot we ended up like we were shooting pucks at, like 1 a.m and we just slept there and our trainer like he was like hey you, you just you can't sleep you can't sleep at the locker because right? <laughs> we would like work out at like seven in the morning or eight in the morning he's like it's like fire hazard you can't sleep here fire but, wow yeah, yeah. what a rink so, yeah i mean i don't know if we were that big rink ride. but it's that's like just a, it's just awesome to have that i don't know many colleges that that uh you can do that at and then that's obviously just the hockey part the schooling's schooling's awesome uh i mean the the uh like college experience i think just is, is it was really good for me there probably a couple big football games there Exactly. Yeah. Football you try to walk on or not? Didn't even bother. Pardon the football team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely thought about it in some of these tougher hockey days when I'm when I'm having a tough day. No, I'm trying. Uh-huh. To, but no, it's it's uh, the the team needs a good quarterback. That's for sure. Hey, so. Yeah, they do. I seen you throw yeah. a spiral. Me and Freddie would throw the football before games. Freddie throwing sixty yard tight spirals, <laughs> drop it in the basket. So yeah, I'm over to get closer to throw it back. Yeah. I'm hitting the cutoff. No, Wisconsin just needs a – they just need a – they need a good quarterback one of these days. They got everything else. All right, so that's uh, that's Wisco. Let's get into hey, – Real uh, quick, uh, Blatch, I got a question for Trent. I uh, I noticed you were an assistant captain your sophomore year at uh, Wisco. I feel like it's kind of rare for a sophomore to win an A. Could you, like, speak on that a little bit? And was it the guys voted you an A or the coach? And obviously you're probably doing things right if you're wearing it, but just speak on that a little bit. Um, yeah, um, I wore one, uh, I don't really know who voted, if it was voted on or, or, uh, or the coaches picked it. I honestly can't remember. I want to say probably the coaches, but, uh, I didn't really say, like, I didn't say that much. I kind of, I think my freshman year, I might've done something that maybe stuck out or like a couple things here and there. Like sleeping uh, at the rink. I don't know if that was it. That probably didn't. I might have got my letter ripped off. But I think I might have done a couple of things, and I guess that's why uh, they kind of chose me. I, I probably would say I'm more like a lead by example than uh, than anything else. I don't know. Um, that's kind of just what I try to do. Gotcha. Your, your first stint with Providence, can you talk about your first pro experience and just uh, what you learned and how that allowed you? We talked about this actually with, with Camp's last pod, which I got some things from him for you. But um, talk about that experience that guys get their first stint pro. Can you talk about yours? Yeah, so mine was right out of college. Like, right out of college, I think I played 15 games. In the uh, NHL, right, first? The AHL. Oh, okay, yeah. So I went to college. My sophomore year, I went, like, I think we got knocked out in, like, the beginning of March. And so then I went to uh, – signed in Boston but went to Providence. Um and I played like 15 games, and it was it was it was a great experience. Uh, I actually did like I, my first shift. Uh, well, crazy story. I actually missed my flight uh, to make it one weekend, like to go there. I missed it, so I was supposed to play Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and my alarm didn't go off because I set all my alarms for my classes. No. because they're on silent, so I totally missed the flight, missed Friday's game, but. My buddy, kind of crazy story. His brother played for Providence College, and uh, they were taking their, like a, it's like a small, but it was a, it was a private plane. 
they're taking a private plane. He was like, dude, I'm leaving to go to Boston. They were playing in the Hockey East tournament. And I threw my stuff in and hopped in with them. They totally missed my flight. Uh, first PJ? I ended up missing the game. Pardon? Was that your first PJ? Uh, yeah, it wasn't like a P. It's not like a PJ. It was like there. It's a PJ. It's a private. There's no one else on it. But it was a smaller plane. Like I think I had to actually get rid of some clothes because like it would have wait. We had had to stop. Like it wasn't. <laughs> like, it was like weighing the plane down. Um, but yeah, kind of crazy story. Then I played my first like pro experience. I took a face off. Like get offensive on face off. Like win it back. Like somehow it goes D to D. The guy shoots it and scores. I was like, oh. All right, this is nice. This is easy. This is pretty easy. <laughs> but it, it didn't end up being like that, but uh, that was that was kind of kind of kind of crazy. So yeah, you actually played 13 games that year, five goals, three assists, eight points, and then uh, USA U20. Can you talk about that experience? You had five goals in seven games, shooter. <laughs> uh yeah, I actually didn't play. I didn't play that much in the World Junior. Um, Kind of played like the fourth line. Uh, we lost in the bronze. Uh, it it was like it was a good tournament. I mean, anytime you get to play for your country, like anyone says, but anytime you play your country, it's really cool. We had a really good team, and I don't know, we should have won it all. It's kind of disappointing, but uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it was it was it was cool. I play World Juniors, it's like something you watch, and you know, like during Christmas time. So it was it was cool to be a part of that. Your first your first full year pro. You split time between the National League and and the American League. You had 15 games, uh, no points in the National, and then you went. To, you you were in the A. You had 25 points in 55 games. Can you talk a little bit about your first full year pro, getting your first taste of the National Hockey League? Um. Yeah, I was. It's kind of crazy because I was I was I was living by myself. I was younger. I guess not too young. I was, I was like 20 probably. And uh, I didn't really know like what it meant to be like a pro, if that makes sense. Like I, uh, I like lived by myself. Um, I didn't, I didn't have like anything in my fridge. I have waters and I think uh, Uncrustables. <laughs> one of my buddies came over one time and uh, like, I would just order everything, pick up everything. Like I ate Dunkin' Donuts every morning. Like just didn't know what I was doing uh, before games. I'd eat like two chicken parms. I would like, I would like gain weight after playing a three and three and they're just like, what's going on? So I just didn't know what I was doing. And then the next year was huge for me because I lived with a couple of guys and just kind of saw how they did the outside the rink stuff. And that's kind of really what I guess helped me. I think I ended up having like a better year. I don't know about, I don't know what my stats were, but I was just a better player. Is is there anyone in pro that you kind of learned a lot from that you can kind of like think back like, hey, I really like this guy's habits, and you kind of drew from him? Uh, there. I mean, there's a bunch of guys. It's kind of more just like picking up on what other people do. I mean, kind of everyone here in Boston's like pretty good pro. Like everyone shows up on time, and um, I guess just when I was in Providence, I lived with three other people, so I got to like the during the rink stuff. Like when I was at the rink, I was I'm. Like I, I know what I'm doing. Like I do the warm ups. I do all this, like the stuff, and do all I do all that stuff. But it was like when I leave the rink, it's like what I was eating. Mm-hmm. Like when, when I go to sleep at a decent time, like just stuff like that. And when I lived with uh, like three other guys, like they cooked, and like I just kind of learned. I started cooking a little bit, 
and I just started eating a little bit better. Like I, I can't eat a, I can't eat like those Dunkin' Donuts sandwiches anymore. Like it's just disgusting. No more wake up rats. Like all the fake stuff. Yeah, like I just like, you know, every once in a while I'll, I'll I eat crappy and like just like everyone else, but uh, just the small stuff, I guess, is kind of what you pick up from living with other people. Yeah, I mean, you have so much time when you leave the rink. Like, yeah, realize you have so much time. That's why Blatch got a dog. <laughs> get, that, yeah. <laughs> Did you get oh. a dog? Freddie got a, is that your dog that burned a doodle? Uh yeah, uh funny story. It's no, it's not my dog. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> it's, did I, I respond to you? I said like I love it or something. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't even remember, but I have that same dog. I have a burner doodle. I got it with my girl last yeah. season when we were playing in South Carolina. No way. Yeah, they're awesome dogs. Oh, on looking dogs. On they you know what's yeah. funny about that whole time thing? That's why I'm working right now with uh, this nonprofit organization. Actually, this is a great opportunity to give a shout out, Triumph Together. And I'm actually going to set you up with them to do something for, for them. But uh, anyways, yeah, yeah. it's this nonprofit organization that works with sick kids that live in the hospital or have a terminal disease or anything that, you know, kids that are going through a tough time with uh, medical stuff and they help. That basically what this nonprofit does is connects them with pro teams that they're fans of and uh, you know, they'll send you a Jersey, you'll sign it for a kid and make a little video or something along those lines. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So this guy always tells me, this guy always tells me, Hey, you think you can reach out to this guy for this kid, but no worries. I know these NHL guys are really busy. I go, man, these NHL guys aren't busy. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. About workouts in the morning and then their afternoon is free. I'm sure I could shoot them a text. Yeah, no, it's no, it's true. Especially, I feel like during the year, like when you're not traveling, you have more time. Uh, like that COVID year, I had so much time to kill. Yeah. Like yeah. you guys know, I mean, that COVID year was brutal. Brutal. Yeah, actually. I got really good at video games. You got really good at what? Video games that year. I mean, not, you couldn't hang out there once you throw the mic on and blow people. Did you yeah. get good at juggling too from Jeff? Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, that's when I got locked in my uh, I got the, the 14 day in the hotel. Yeah, actually, before we keep going, since we're on the, the COVID topic, last time we talked, you had only experienced the COVID NHL. Can you talk a little bit about yeah. how amazing the real NHL is compared to the COVID NHL? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it kind of all blends together right now. But yeah, I mean, it's just like going out to like when you land on the when you land on the road, like going out to eat uh with the guys and just the small it's the small stuff that's really just that's like you didn't get to do like we used to go like order room service or like you know what i mean like just the the small stuff that's that's nice and like even like traveling like my first full year we just played the same like seven teams i think it was and i've been like i've traveled to i've done like the west coast swing before i was like and I had like my small stints and did some other stuff, but just to get to see all the other uh, teams and, and cities and stuff like that was pretty cool. What was your, what was your favorite road city so far? My favorite road city. Uh, I mean, Vegas probably. Vegas, Vegas is yeah, cool. got that before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not kind of like the strip, not kind of like the strip, but like the rink's awesome. Like, it's loud in there. Uh, you know, I think we flew in at both times I played there. We like flew in, 
you know, you can have, like, when I say have a little fun, like, you know, go do something, like, you're not getting, like, ha- like hammer or drink or anything, but just there's stuff to do around there that's it's fun to fun to do, like, the night before a game or stuff like that. Bro- so grown man's like, playground. Exactly. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, yeah. Grown man's playground. Let's get into that se- that second full-year pro a little bit. Um, you, you played two games in the NHL compared to your 15 the year before. You had 32 points, a much better year, and 59 games in the A. Can you talk about your mindset uh, during that time? Because you obviously had a longer stint the year before. Um, was it was it a little bit of mental adversity for you? Kind of, am I getting am I going to go back up, or or were yeah. you or were you just trusting the process? Um, yeah, honestly, I was I was kind of trusting the process. There's a couple times like. I think at the beginning of the year, I started off, I had like one point, like 15 games or something. So oh. I started off like really slow. And then I kind of got in a groove and started playing really well. And towards the end of it, I was playing really well. And I think I probably would have got a couple a couple more games or got a better look and then COVID kind of happened. But who really knows, like kind of what they say. <laughs> but uh, who really knows? But we had a really good team that year. I think like we always joke about it with the guys on the team. Like I wish like – we get that team back and kind of run it back. Cause I think, I think we ended the season on like a 12 game win streak and then COVID, wow. COVID happened, which is, which is pretty strong. And in, in like, uh, I don't know, in the American hockey league or professional sport in general, it's just hard to win that much in a row. Like our team was just, was clicking and it was a fun year. So I didn't really like, obviously you want to be in the NHL, but I, I, I enjoyed my time there. Yeah. So we're going to like, I mean, if there, is there something notable that happened in 2021? I mean, it was your first full year in the National. Uh, you didn't play any games in the American League. You had 42 in the NHL. You got your first points, four goals, one assist. I mean, yeah. can you talk about that season a little bit before we get into the, the career high year you just had? <laughs> uh, uh, that year, uh, I'm trying to think. I think I was playing, like, I think I played, like, the first, 38 games or something in a row and was actually like playing playing like playing my role playing like the best like kind of in my role and just trying to just not actually get points but just play hard and 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 be a good teammate and then I end up getting sick and then I kind of just kind of got out of the groove and I think like trade deadline came around and kind of heard my point it wasn't like I was stealing anyone's spot again but uh it was a good like first year and uh it was just weird with COVID and all that stuff going on, like how it kind of all happened. But it was yeah. actually my first year too, switching to wing. I've never played wing, oh, even nice. like uh, even like since uh, I don't know, like even AAA, I didn't play wing. <laughs> I just ah, I didn't play wing. I've never played wing until my like literally. Uh, I played two games at wing. Those two games I played the year before in the NHL. I got called up to play wing, and I never played wing in my life. And then. Uh, that year when we were at camp they're like you want to try wing and I was like yeah try it like if, I'll play goalie if I, <laughs> I was that was that a, was that a question was that yeah a question? I was like what do you yeah what do you mean I'll play whatever you want uh, <laughs> but yeah so that was kind of like I, that was kind of crazy to me it was, it's kind of funny because you prepare your whole life like um like I like if I ever played on the power play, like I was the guy like you drop it back or I'd play the half wall, which I'm probably not a half wall guy, but like college and even in the American League I did that. 
Um, and then like I, the top, first time I get to play like on the power play in the NHL, like I played a couple games my first year. I'm playing like net front and I'm the post up guy, and I'm a winger. I'm like I haven't done any of this stuff, but you <laughs> kind of just I? adjust to it. Yeah, you just kind of adjust to it and, and just figure it out on the fly. But what's uh, the I mean, biggest adjustment? Uh, just the board, probably the board play. I would say wing is probably easier, especially how we play like defensively. Um, but yeah, it's like the board battles and the board play and just like not being in the middle of the ice where you can like, as a left wing, like you guys know, right wing, like center, you're in the middle, you can distribute either way. As a left, you kind of have to create space in like different ways, I guess, or as a winger. Kind of what I don't know, you can kind of relay off that probably. But. Yeah, I feel like because I also went from center to wing. When I played with you, I had to go right to wing, but then I got back to center. <laughs> and then, um, but then what I noticed with like wing is a lot of like um, muscle memory of like where the center is going to be and like where the weak side D is going to be that like it takes a few games and a few like reps to actually be like, yeah. I know when I pick my head up, the D is going to be sealing the wall there, you know, their guy's going to be pinching me off. I know that this lane's going to be open. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like I just, I don't know, like, I don't know what you prefer. Uh, now I don't even know what I prefer just because it's been a while, but, uh, as a center, you kind of like, you know, when you're breaking up the puck, you can see everything as a wing. Sometimes you're like, yeah, you know I mean, like you don't have the, as great a vision, like looking up, like kind of looking up the ice, if that makes sense. Oh, oh yeah. You're... Sometimes like you're obviously checking over your shoulder, but it's like not as clear of a game as like a center is like swinging under, like, you know, you can kind of see, like you can, it's, yeah, you're it's not almost... easier. It's definitely not an easier position. I think center is harder. There's no. more responsibilities and stuff, but. Yeah, and a lot more conditioning when you're playing center up and down the ice. And when you're exactly. on the wall, you're on the wall, you got the four checker coming behind you. You got yeah. the pinching down, you got the F3 angling you. you yeah. Got, or if you just lose a draw, like just even the draws, like yeah. Get a hold up. Yeah. Get a hold yeah. up. Get best a hold part, up. Yeah. Best part about being a tough guy like you is if you do get blown up, it's a green light to insta shed. And the refs probably won't call <laughs> you for a jump because you just got dummy. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's true. We'll call it that. But let's talk about this season a little bit. I mean, 60 games, full year, eight goals, 10 assists, 18 points, legit NHLer. Can you talk about just, uh, I don't know, what changed in your mindset, how you were able to instill in yourself that you belong and, and also and also contribute the way you did? Because going from five points to 18, I mean, more than tripling your stats. So can you talk about what contributed to that and, and how you felt and your kind of overall review on the year? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was honestly, a, it was kind of a weird year too. Uh, I was, I got hurt twice. I had COVID once during like, so it was like my year was like almost broken up into like threes kind of, if that makes sense. So the beginning of the year went like just all right. Uh, I was just playing all right. Uh, and I think I got COVID uh, and it was like during this like weird time when I don't know if you guys remember like around Christmas time, like everyone kind of was getting COVID. And uh, so I got it like before it was like the earlier person on my team. So I got it. And then like we went into like break. So like I was out for like, I don't know, 10 days of COVID. Then we had like a four day break or something. And then it's so, like, I was off the ice for like 16 days or something. Then I was back in the game, like after skating, like once or twice. And then I was actually started playing good, which is kind of weird. 
And then I got hurt. Um, same thing. I think I was didn't skate for like 30 days or something in the season. Um, and then played again, started playing well again. Uh, same thing, got hurt again, was out like 30, 30 days again. So there was like a point at the year where I was like, I haven't skated in like for 70 days of like the middle of the year. Like if you like group it out kind of, which is kind of nuts. And then there was like after my second injury, I started going and playing really well. Uh, towards the end, I kind of slowed down a little bit, but I thought I was playing like some some good hockey there towards towards the end. This is crazy to say, but do you think, because we talk about this a lot, it's a current topic. Do you think maybe those uh, injuries might have helped your game when you came back a little bit in terms of, in terms of maybe you were able to reflect on what kind of year you're having and what kind of year you want to have type thing? Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, in a ways it helped me, in a ways it didn't. Like, definitely, like, I re did a lot of reflecting. Uh, a lot of like being just grateful to be out, you know, just to like, to just be playing hockey. So that part of it was like, in like a weird way, like you know, sometimes you're like in the, in the grind and you're like, damn, we have to like skate today or like whatever. Where like when you get hurt and like you haven't skated for a while, like to get to just go skate and like not even touch a puck, you're like just so jacked up. So that part of it uh, brings it. And then you do watch from up top and learn a lot of things and, I feel like the greatest thing to do is watch hockey because you can just learn so much from, from other people, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, could, I couldn't agree more. What are some things that you do? Uh, I mean, you mentioned how you became a better pro in terms of eating and all that. What are some things that you do on your free time, um, like for personal growth, in terms of maybe little things that you want to work on? Maybe in your game, maybe outside your game. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll go back to last year. Like, um, as weird as it sounds, like I would stick handle in my house all the time with like a green biscuit. Like, you know, I my love kitchen. that. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, like legit in my kitchen. I had an Aerodyne bike in my kitchen just because I, I had so many. Like when I had COVID, I was out for 15 days. So what did I do? I stick handle in my, my kitchen. I rode the Aerodyne bike. I mean, there's yeah. not much else to do, but like. I go on walks. Like I try to not just like go home from the rink and just sit on the couch and like eat your food and sit on the couch, eat. And then sit. like, I try to like kind of stay active and by doing other things and not just think about hockey, like the whole time I try to watch like hockey at night, but I mean, try, try to get away from the game a little bit. Uh, can't like have it take over your whole, whole life. Like during the year, if that makes sense, like, especially I don't know, keeping, like, that even flow of, like, when you're playing good and bad, like, trying to just, I guess, keep that part of your life, if that makes sense. Like, I would go on, where I lived, I would go on walks a lot just because it's just a good way to do something else and listen to podcasts as I walk, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, we always say motion is lotion, so the more you move, the better. Exactly. Motion is lotion. I like that. I really like that. <laughs> motion is lotion. Uh, yeah, you might make a t-shirt with that. Oh, we'll make them. You you, pro, you promote them. <laughs> we'll I want to wear. I meant to wear the t-shirt you sent me. I forgot to put it on. No, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Do you have any? I mean, you're you're coming off a career high year. You went from five to eighteen, like I said. I mean, other than staying healthy, do you have any uh, clear cut personal goals for this year as a player? Um, uh, 
I mean, I'll probably make some goals, like, of, of stuff I want to do. But as of right now, like, I don't have, like, I've never really done where, like, I want to hit, like, a goal mark. Like, last year, I remember I had, like, a certain amount of shots. Um, and I was, like, I want to get, like, I think it was, I think I ended up finishing with, like, 100 shots, I think it was. And I end up, like, and it was just a mindset. And I was, like, I want to get 100 shots this year. And it was, like, I don't know if I had, like, I don't remember the number. But I remember being, like, it was like, a hard goal for me to reach at the time. And I, I remember I hit it on, like, the last game. I think I had, like, four shots or something. Because nice. I told one of my buddies about it. Because, like, shots, if you look at it, like, obviously I wasn't just throwing stuff on the net to pump my own, like, stat in my head. But, like. Maybe once in a while. It, it, it's, like, a it's a percentage. So, if you shoot at 12%, uh, I think I shot I shot at 8%. So, it equals, I had 100 shots. So, for me to get 16 goals, I need 200 shots. Like, it's almost, like, turned into, like, a. Like, it's almost like a stat. Like, there's guys, if you look at their career and, like, you just look at their shots, like, if their things, if their shooting percentage is low, like, you know, the more shots you get, it's just it's a numbers game at that point. It's just common sense. Uh, I actually love that yeah. goal because we always talk about setting controllable goals. So when you yeah. set a goal of getting this many goals or points, you're, you're, almost, you're almost putting pressure on yourself where if you start the season off, zero and five then you feel like you're playing catch up all year which is bad for your mental where if you set yeah. a goal where it's controllables for example instead of scoring goals it's shots on net because it's something you yeah. can control a lot more control yeah you know yeah. So and you can do that with like hit i mean I, i've done it with hits like shots hits like stuff that's like in your control like doesn't matter like obviously some stuff's out of control like if you don't if you play like four minutes a night, it's going to be hard to get three shots or whatever the, the case is. You know, there's some, some variables that make it harder, but uh, I don't know. I, I try to do stuff like that. Um, I'm not that great at it, to be honest, but uh, like, do you guys do, you do that? Do you do the goals and stuff? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we set, intention, we, we set intentions for each week of even our skates here, what we want to improve on, uh, like, yeah set a deliberate intention just so when you're focused on let's say your goal is to improve strength just everything you do you have that consciously in the back of your mind for me yeah my goals for the season are always like we just said controllables it would be more like i do kind of have a goal in the back of my head of like points but that's not something that's something that i try to get away from but yeah, yeah. my goal my goal really is to is to dominate in my role but then more specifically is to be the best detailed players. So for me, the best controllables to think about is the kind of role that I play is every time the puck comes towards me, good pass, bad pass, I catch it. Every time I give a pass, it's on the tape. It's a good pass. So it's like the details, right? So I find if, if you're playing a small amount of minutes, but then – you can, you can hammer those details. Like every time the puck comes to you as a winger on the wall, you get it out of the zone or you make a good yeah. play. Just little little touches or you always catch the pass. It's not when, – when a pass comes your way, everybody knows you're catching it. It's not like, oh, is he going to miss this pass, right? So yeah, yeah. You hammer those details, your whole game kind of comes together. And then I find as, as a guy who plays a fourth-line role right now, it's, it's a great way to earn trust, right? Like if the coach sees that – yeah. Every time the puck comes your way, something good happens. He's gonna be like, "Oh, put this guy out I there." Put him out there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I I like that. Yeah. I mean, that's a great way to like. I kind of have that without like saying like, 
after a game, I'll be like, all right, I didn't like, I didn't have a look tonight, but like I did this, like I got every puck out. I hit, like had a couple of hits here, like had a block shot, you know, like something like stuff that you have to be like, that there's so much more to the game than just making like a good pass. Cause the guy has a great shot that caught it and put it in the net. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a lot more that, that happens. And that's why, that's what kind of stinks about people that get caught up in the points. I mean, that's kind of how you do get paid. Like, a lot of people it's statistics but there's a lot more to the game for sure dude for sure a ton a ton more and yeah for for me it's like I I like to tell myself for those simple details is guys miss so guys miss passes in the NHL and guys give bad passes in the NHL all the time NHL AHL ECHL and the way I like to put it to myself is this if I'm if I'm missing passes or or those are missed opportunities. And then the way I like to convince my mind that I can never miss a pass or give a bad pass is I've been playing hockey for 15 plus years. If you can't hit the basics, like what the fuck are you doing? You know what I'm saying? It's like catching a pass, the pass. Like we've been doing this our whole lives. Don't get in your head about it. Just make sure you hammer those details. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I definitely don't want to be great. I like that. No, that was great. That was great. Both of you. Um, Freddie, I, I do a lesson with a couple of high school kids today. And I told them, I told them today, I'm like, Hey, I'm talking to this guy, Trent Frederick playing in the NHL this year for the Boston Bruins. Uh, you know who he is? He's like thought pretty hard. He's 15, by the way. Thought pretty hard. He's like, is he number 11? Did he, isn't he the one that got speared in the nuts by Ovi? Like, yeah, that's him. So that, yeah, that's, you know, that's what the next generation knows now. They're like, Oh, he's number 11. He got yeah. speared in the nuts. Yeah, that's me. He's got the iron now. Right? You, you got real estate in Obi's kitchen. Bring your aerodyne. <laughs> that's actually hilarious. Yeah. All right. Oh, wait. That's the guy that got speared in the nuts. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Number 11, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Before, before we wrap this up, this is uh, this pot originally started for young cats. So do you have any advice for young kids or maybe, maybe some advice you'd give yourself when you were going into pro? um that 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 you would have loved to know um I would just say like you just got to put in the work really is kind of all like all it kind of comes down to uh like all the all the people that played at the highest levels of they all put in the work it's not like you know rarely you see the people like the the big time people is what you see the people that LeBron James and the but like whoever, uh, the Stefan Curry's and the Alex Ovechkin's and a lot of people are like God gifted, you know, people, but for the majority of the people, not every Jersey is worn by them around the stadium. It's just hard work is mostly what it is. And just kind of putting in the time. And I think when you're younger, it's a lot easier to like, when I was younger, I wish I could, I wish I was like into doing a skating coach and I wish I was into stick handling. I wasn't really into, I wanted to shoot the puck all the time. And I have a good shot now, but like if I was in my basement and all I want to do is work on stick handling, all I want to work on was skating, I would be so much better hockey. Now that's all I want to do and get better. But when you're younger, you have all that like room to improve. If that makes sense. It's like learning a language. You teach a kid when they're like younger, it's way easier. You teach a kid who's 24 years old. It it gets a lot harder. Absolutely. And I actually lied about wrapping it up because I forgot to ask these questions. I've, I got, one from or two kind of from camphor and one that keller just texted me so camps wants to know first why you never played him in golf 
And second, he wants you to talk about your epic rookie dinner speech. Uh, well, either playing golf. I mean, Cam should probably whoop me, but um, he's such a little handy. I might have a chance with my handicap. Uh, but yeah, he's a player. Did he talk about that at all? So he texts me all the time, but he shoots. And I, I didn't believe him at first because I was like, that's just ridiculously low. We did like an hour and a half on camps and we, we didn't get into golf. It slipped my mind, but he actually, he was on my team for SoFlo and he missed, or he didn't miss a game, but he had to, we had to reschedule a game because he had a, a PGA tournament. I think it was an amateur yeah. tournament. And he yeah, was like, I played terrible. That. I he was like, I played terrible. I shot like a 78 or something. <laughs> over, six yeah. over, bad day. Yeah, he said I yeah, yeah, which should be a good day for him. Six over is a great day. But so, yeah, so what's up with your rookie dinner speech? I'd love to know just a little uh, bit about it, whatever you can my tell. Rookie dinner speech. Yeah. Um I I just got I was just up for like ten whatever it was. It's my first year, like fifteen games. I just turned twenty one. It was in Vegas. Um I turned twenty one like maybe like three days before, so it was like perfect timing. Um and I just did like uh, we were drinking and we were having fun, like I'm doing the, the rookie the rookie dinner and eating eating good and uh I like made this kind of this like uh now there's like a thing on TikTok and he just sent it to me. That's probably what he thought of it. But it's like one of those things it'd be like uh, you say something like bad kind of and then you would and everyone would kind of be like, Oh, and then you say something good. I did something on the line along the lines of that and, and the guys really got a kick out of it and then we went straight. That was kind of to wrap up the dinner. So it was like, it kind of worked out nice. So Freddie wrapped up the dinner. I love it. I, I did wrap up the dinner. It was like 10 games in. I barely, no one even knew my name. <laughs> hey, hey, 11. But, 11. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 11. Great yeah. job. Great job. Yeah. Great job. What's your name again, kid? <laughs> That's hilarious. Tab. No, I'm joking. <laughs> That's hilarious. You got your card? Thanks. <laughs> Hey, so Kel's actually just texted me because I messaged him earlier. You know how he is with the phone. So he just got back to me. He goes, he all he said is he played goalie. We'll talk about the goalie part. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I played goalie growing up. I played, I played uh, goalie growing up. I don't know until like. 10, 11, I don't know. I played like both, but I, I really wanted to be a goalie for some weird reason. Like wow, pretty you old. Can your leg, you can put your legs in a butterfly? I don't think I could do that. But um, I played goalie. I don't know. Solo probably Solo wasn't in St. Louis by then, but I was probably playing both until like 12 maybe, uh, until- which is kind of crazy to think about having like both sets of gear and all that stuff. But yeah, <laughs> it's, how, it, how it happened is, my brother was a little like solo's been in our basement we had like a little um shooting room but like we would play roller when we were younger my brother would have all his friends over so i'd end up just being the goalie every time um so i end up just kind of i was just end up kind of playing goalie just because of that yeah one of those guys is at a bar like ah you see that guy trent frederick on the bruins i used to shoot on him all the time he's he's not goalie he's a forward what are you talking about yeah 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 that's that's actually how i got into fighting is i'd fight all my brother's friends and him uh because like they would dump the puck in the corner and i would have to grab the puck and shoot it like and hit the wall like i had a spot like if i would save it i'd grab it and shoot it and they would hit me and stuff and then 
my brother hit me too hard, then we would get in a fight. <laughs> kind of how it started. You you played goalie until uh, Drake got old enough to throw the pads on. Yeah, yeah, Drake. Yeah, kind of passed it along. What's what's he up to? I haven't seen him since like literally at your house when we were 14, 15 years old. He's he's uh he's goes to the University of Arizona. Uh, he's in a fraternity. He's doing well. He likes it. He works for my dad. He worked on the roof this summer, and he's shredded. He's he works. He does like three hour workouts. He's like you guys. He's crazy. Oh, he's now. He does like he's he's huge. Like he's he's pretty cut. He's uh like I'll have to send you his workout. It's like it's legit three hours. Like he does like neck. Like he's in a fraternity. Like he doesn't he does lower body. He does neck. He does like cardio. Like he does it all at Arizona. He's like like you know if I was a fraternity, I'd just do upper body. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I always used I to say think, that. If I didn't yeah. play hockey, are you kidding me? Yeah, like he's like he's like doing neck exercises, like building his like <laughs> strengthen his neck. Like he's like doing cardio. Like he's doing, doing the Jeff Lavecchio ankle mobility. Yeah, literally, like he's doing like sprints. I'm like, what? What are you? What are you training for? <laughs> but yeah, but like he, it's it's great. Like it's great. He loves it, and he's he's that guy's the man. So yeah. How, how's he, your older he's brother? He's doing? big now. Yeah, he's, he's doing well. He's doing well. He's working for my dad's uh, company. Uh, Fresh out of retirement. Family. Yeah, out of retirement. Uh, I don't even know if he's been playing men's league, but plays a little roller, and uh, he really likes it. And I think he's doing. Uh, it sounds like he's doing really well there. So, uh, it sounds oh, yeah. like he's. Uh, yeah, he's uh, running the joint with my other brother, so they're kind of. Um, I guess they're doing really well, is what I've heard. Hey, a hole in the roof or a whole new roof? No problem. You know, it, you know yeah, no problem. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. All right, that's all around this. Well, D. Freddy, man, thanks for coming on again. Yeah. I think that was way better, and we wish you the absolute best this season. We'll have to uh, get Timmy. He he has some technical difficulties, but he he sends his apologies and he says thanks for coming on. And also, we'll have him yeah. send Drake some cans. Yeah. Yeah. He's not 21. I know what you're talking about. I can't really get him on that. A hundred. Really, he really. Not that he tried. Not that he tried one, but he really likes them. He really, he really liked the way they look. Hey, they're cool. Look, they're cool looking. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. They're cool looking. Yeah, exactly. All right. Thanks again, brother. I'm I'm gonna end the recording before I end the recording. I'm gonna say again. This episode is brought to you by Vodka and Frederick Rufin. Thanks for thanks for listening.